Brenna. Hi, Maureen. So, folks, we are going to have some audio things today. Maureen, do you want to explain why we might have some crunch a luncheon noises in the background today? Forgive me, for I have ruined my back somehow. We are asking for kindness um, and some Please. forgiveness in our audio sphere because Maureen has messed up her back and we're just gonna be nice to her but we still need to record the podcast because she just basically woke up and was broken so no actually it happened while i was out on a walk on friday but you oh know. i didn't know that history yeah I thought yeah it was just... yeah it started on friday like when i was walking the dog so mm, uh very hard life i'm so sorry yeah but it doesn't take me half an hour to get out of bed anymore so that's yeah, good that... it's getting better <laughs> We had a we have our group chat and like the live, the live replay of Maureen trying to move her body was painful, um, more so for her than for us. But like, one of our friends burned out. They were like, "Are you dead? You can't die. Like it sounds like you're dying." And um, I was just like, I was kneeling on the floor by my bed like an idiot praying, like <laughs> with my face like just on my bed and oh it was I couldn't move for like a good 10 minutes from that position yeah it was a lot it was wild but you're sure hmm? I was saying you're here now I'm here now and I'm sure Brenna will edit out any uh shouts of pain (laughs) but I do have an ice pack belted to my back right now so if that crinkles bear with me yeah also well my cat is crying now because she's lost her outdoor privileges. Oh, right. On account of me having to drag her off the roof. Decided that she wanted to uh, parkour, um, even though it's like it's not 2009 anymore, uh, Mira. Yeah, she wanted to inspect the solar panels on the garage roof. Yeah, so she's lost. But she is not qualified for that. Yeah, she doesn't have a permit. Luckily, all I had to do was get the ladder out and hold my hand out. And then she came to me. Also, before we get, jeez, Maria. I mean, <laughs> I said Maria, Amira. Um, also, before we get too far along, folks, I did want to say because I didn't say it till the end of our last episode last time, and I know folks might not stick around till the very, very end, which is fine, because um, we just kind of say a similar thing every time. Um, though sometimes we do have announcements, but we do now have an Instagram. Um, if yeah. you want to follow us there, it is WCWITcast. At gmail, uh, it's w it's wcwitcast on Instagram. Um, we will be posting our own art there. Um, just remember, uh, uh, no like tagging or uh, commenting any spoilers, please. Um, right now I'm the yeah. one actively running it, so I do see all that. And also, yes. um, DMs are open per request right now. But if you like actually want to contact us for something like important uh do contact us via email because i um mm-hmm. one i don't always reply to people's uh instagram messages um and also to please remember that maureen and i are both adults um and we have a lot of folks who are um underage and that's totally fine but you know if you are underage never trust adults even if you think you know us like i like i'm not like you saying, don't I'm not warning you because I am dangerous. I'm warning you because the world is. So just 
you know it's yeah. totally fine if you want to comment like oh my god huge fan or you want to message us like oh i'm a huge fan like uh what is like your personal instagram Marine and I both have our Instagrams, which are being followed by our Warrior Cat Instagram. So that's how you can find it. We're like tagged in our posts. So so. I, you know, I might just not reply to you if um, I'm not comfortable because I personally don't try to follow minors and I don't try to talk Mm -hmm. to minors because I have bad experiences as a minor on the internet and I don't want to ever cause a, a child or a young person to feel the way I did on the internet. So those are our boundaries and please respect our boundaries as we respect yours yes goodness remember when we were on the internet as children and we had the fear of god put into us of like giving away any personal information yeah but then we did it, it was anyway. like anyway we were really dumb oh i did not not at like nine no no not when i was nine but like when i was a teen and i thought i was smart like oh yeah when i was a teen like, when i, I started really, when i, I started i never really had anything too negative no, I didn't like. I didn't really have anything negative. I just I was I wasn't like oh. groomed or anything. But like I'm just God, please, people, be careful on the internet. Even if you're an adult, be careful on the internet. I just remember at like around like ten or something. It's like don't even tell anybody your first name, or they will find you and they will get yeah. you. I don't know what get me meant, but like it was a it was a real fear. Yeah. Anyway, it was weird. We're just telling people. Anyways. Yeah. Just be, be, be cool, be cool, be educated, and talk to a trusted adult before sending any message or going on social media. I'm Ember Heart. I'm Tangle Tongue. <laughs> and, and this is Warrior Cats. What is that? say i just feel i just you know know. as we open up more lines of communication it's because we want to communicate with you guys but also we also want you all to be careful so yeah because we genuinely care about you all right not like as individuals we don't know you but we care about your general (laughs) well-being anyway (laughs) i'll get off my soapbox (laughs) All right, Brenda, let me help you step down. Thanks. Um, so, you remember where we left off? Yeah, we uh, were heading into the wilderness um, with the chosen folks and friends, and then we went across one big road, got all sorts of separated. The two siblings, but like, the, <laughs> yeah. like there were two pairs of siblings, but then they got divided. So the si- siblings paired up again, but the opposite of si- none of the actual siblings. <laughs> um, and they all put together. Um, I think I said Crowpaw's real name. I think from context clues, it was Crow Feather must be his name. Uh, I didn't realize I said that. I think it was because Feather Tail or whatever her name. I think I combined their names on accident. Oh. Yeah, uh, that would make sense. And, yeah, I think I just got those names confused. Anyway, it's... What is her name? Feather... Whisker? No. Tail? Yeah, Feather Tail and... Feather Tail. Brambleclaw currently chilling in a tree, but then they went and tried to find their friends, couldn't find them, but then they heard a yowl, and we're like, oh, crap, our friends. But then, total switch over, we go oh, back... Crap, there they are. Yeah, we're like, oh, those are probably them. And then switch over, 
and we're with uh leaf <laughs> leaf paw and she is uh having a gay old time with having a bit of a gay crisis yeah well <laughs> Well, she was having her friendship with Mothwing is developing. I would say right now we are like it's a crush, definitely, but their friendship is developing. Where she's, you know, Mothwing was a little defensive, mm-hmm. but then found out like, like Leaf Paw's just a gentle, like kind oh, soul. Leaf Paw's cool. Who literally only yeah. like was never trying to say anything negative. Was just trying to like be friendly and like kind of uh eat like yeah. uh kind Leaf of Paw puts is her a foot in her mouth. Cinnamon roll. Yeah. And, but just like her dad, she sometimes says wrong things. But, uh, so they had a lovely time. And then we had some visions that I think it's, I, construction, Fern Gully. That's my. Construction, Fern Gully. Fern Gully with cats. Fern Gully with cats. Fern Gully. Uh, but that's. Fern Cloud Gully. Fern Cloud Gully. Yeah. That's what happened last time. Pretty well, I think. Yeah. That's a nice, that's a nice summary. So, um. We're back. We're back with uh, the journey cats, as we should be, because we kind of went on a cliffhanger there. Yeah, Brambleclaw and Feathertail race towards the noise. They approach cautiously, staying hidden when they peek out from beneath the hedge, because they learned from last time. I hope they're getting their butts handed to them by a, a like house cat. That's all I want. <laughs> well, in the two leg garden, two kitty pets have Stormfur and Crowpaw cornered. Yes. <laughs> Feathertail gasps from his side that the kitty pets are bigger than most warriors. I love it. I love it when warrior warrior cats get their butts handed to them by kitty pets. I love it when they, because sometimes kitty pets, I know for a fact, Jinx, she she ran away for a month. She survived. She came back two pounds mm-hmm. lighter and just full of hatred. So. Well, Brambleclaw isn't really sure that their size matters, like, as opposed to, like, warrior skills, but... Either way, they look like they'd put up a nasty fight. Because they're defending they their cannot home. afford wounds. They're defending their house. Yeah, we can't afford wounds yet. Yeah. That that's way that's for later. Probably for like an angsty time. <laughs> well yeah, they can't they can't afford wounds on this journey. They do not have a medicine cat. Yeah, which is kind of that was we man, we had a whole council and not one of them thought well I suppose medicine cats can't really leave. They don't really have the same freedom. Yeah, they can. But I'm thinking of the medicine cats we have. Like, who would have they have sent? Yeah, I guess only Leaf Paw, because she was the only apprentice at the time of the prophecy. And they, like, I feel like they knew sending Brambleclaw meant somehow. I think somehow. Somehow, somewhere, they knew Squirrel Flight or Squirrel Paw was going to make her way there. They didn't pick her, but they knew. Blue, Blue Star was like, mm, I want a twofer and I knew how know how to make this happen. Yeah. Brambleclaw tenses to leap when a flame-colored streak flashes past him. Wait. Squirrelpaw, no! Brambleclaw shouts. What? Where she was she? No notice. Maybe she didn't even hear him. Where was she, though? Was she hiding? Because she wasn't with us. Well, she, she must have heard the yowling, too. Oh, she must have been just laying low. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because she's, like, kind of smart. A little smart. She, She's very smart. She's just also young and impulsive. Yeah. She hurls herself at the nearest kitty pet and claws him, and both of them spin to face I'm her. I'm glad that he pointed out it was Squirrelpaw, because I was thinking it was, like, another sibling of Fireheart that was about to show up. Oh, no. Who's that ginger? He knows. It's related to Fireheart somehow, but though none of his siblings have been redheads, so... No. We've had a 
like a almost all black cat and they are pretty tabby so yeah so far i wouldn't doubt the fact oh, brown and white oh yeah i wouldn't doubt if there were like 15 like fire star siblings are you kidding me <laughs> there are like non-canon ones like listed on oh, the wiki nice we won't get into that though yeah while they were distracted brambleclaw called for stormfur and crowpaw Crowpaw crashes into Feathertail's side as he charged under the hedge. <laughs> Stormfur stayed where he was, side by side with Squirrelpaw, facing the kitty house. Yeah, that sounds about right. The two idiots. Tawny Pelt? Yeah. I don't know where, uh... Wait, did Crowpaw just show up? Or we've not found Crowpaw him Crowpaw was cornered okay. with Stormfur, but Crowpaw followed Brambleclaw's order to run to them. Okay. Right. So now Crowpaw's with Brambleclaw and Feathertail under the hedge. I thought he was going to stay back, so good job, buddy. <laughs> Tawny Pelt appears at the top of the fence of the garden and throws herself down to join them. Oh, Tawny Pelt, good job. Love her. One kitty pet swiped at Squirrelpaw and missed her. A two-leg opened the door, <laughs> waving its paws and shouting. Yep. The kitty pets fled around the side of the nest while the clan cats ran under the bush. Guys, be careful. You're about to get captured. Squirrelpaw, what were you thinking? She wasn't. hissed as she skidded to a halt. She was not. Squirrelpaw shrugged. Yep. Stormfur and Crowpaw yep, were there. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> she wasn't thinking. Brambleclaw, don't scold her. Stormfur's eye, amber eyes glowed Stop. as he gazed at Squirrelpaw. Stormfur, do that not encourage her. That was the bravest thing I've ever seen. Oh, God, okay. Are you... Dude, she's a... Stop. No, leave her alone. Feathertail murmured her agreement, and Tawny Pelt gave Squirrelpaw a nod of approval. Brambleclaw feels uncomfortable. Hmm. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I need you guys to be back me up all the time on this. She's, she's ridiculous. She's never done anything right, has she? What? Crowpaw looked cross, but probably because Squirrelpaw had come off better than him. Yeah, that's... And he's probably regretting listening to Brambleclaw's order to run. Yeah. Brambleclaw says he never said she wasn't brave. She just needs to think first. They have a long way to go, and if anyone's injured, it'll hold them all back. Well, we're all here now, Tawny Pelt says. Let's get going. <laughs> Tawny Pelt, be on my side! She's like, I'm not taking sides. I refuse. This is so stupid. I refuse to take sides. <laughs> Brambleclaw leads the way back from where he and Feathertail came from, and they decide not to stay there since it's too close to two legs. They crossed the Thunderpath easily and started across the fields. And it seemed as if there had once been two-leg nests here, but they had fallen into ruin. Mm. And they find shelter by a broken-down wall covered in moss and ferns. I'm trying to, like, imagine it. It's probably just, like, if we're in old Britain, it's probably, like, old, like, ruins. Not, like, I'm thinking, like, probably old farmsteads that have just been abandoned. Yeah. Not, like... Yeah, probably. Not, like, something from, like, any recent history. Not, like, ghost towns in America where they're all kind of Wild Westy. Like, I'm thinking <laughs> these were probably, uh, like, farmstead. Stormfur says this doesn't look so bad. Crowpaw says they should keep going. There's no prey scent here. And Brambleclaw thinks he's just being difficult. When has he not been? Basically. 
Brambleclaw says they've traveled a long way. If they go further, they could find more trouble. So they split up to check the place. Squirrelpaw had been gone for a while, so Brambleclaw sets off after. <laughs> He's like, listen, listen, nice. everyone else might be impressed with you, but I, I still am gonna take a while to be fully impressed. I'll probably never be fully impressed. But he finds her bouncing around back from the stones. Oh. This is a great place, she says, shaking water from her whiskers. She says there's a puddle on the other side of the of the wall with plenty of water. Oh my god. Water? Tawnypaw tells Squirrelpaw to lead her to it. A moment later, she's stalking back threateningly to Squirrelpaw. Whoa. That was a dirty trick, she growled. What? Trick? Squirrelpaw does not know what she means. Tawny Pelt spat at her, but that water tastes disgusting. It's full of salt or something. Oh. <gasps> hey, that's good, though. Squirrelpaw. Squirrelpaw protests that it doesn't. She had a long drink, and it was fresh as anything. Okay. Stormfur shoots Squirrelpaw a worried glance and goes to check. Water. He comes back water. reporting that it's fine. Water converging. <gasps> some of it's salty, some of it's the fresh in the salt water. I don't know what it's called, but there's, like, a, a thing where that happens in rivers. No, that's not it. Oh. Tawny Pelt asks why she tasted salt, then. What if, Brambleclaw says, sensitive. it's a sign from Star Clan that they're going the right way. Oh. Hey, that that's weird. It's a pretty direct sign, but also kind of weird. Well, the four chosen cats looked at each other, eyes wide. Feathertail says if he's right, that means Star Clan is watching them. Crowpaw asks. I just remembered hmm? from the one book from Firestar's Quest that they can go so far that fight that that Star Clan can stop seeing them. So did they send like a scout? Let's guess. Let's uh, I'm gonna, maybe. I want to. I want to imagine that they did send some cats to follow them since they knew. They sent the saltiest cats. Oh, I was thinking it'd be cute if they sent, like, some little babies, because, like, you can't really get hurt in Star oh. Clan. So they, yeah. uh, like, what, they sent, um, Snowpaw, um, and they sent, or, uh, Snowkit, Snowkit and, um, Mosskit. Mosskit. Yeah, I, I was like, uh, I, I, I bet Moss, because, like, you know, the kid, the kid, baby kids who die don't get a chance to have adventures, so this would be perfect for them. They get to yeah, go. That's all so right. Cute. New head cannon. Head cannon. Since you can't get hurt in Star Clan, they send the baby kits to follow anyone who goes on a very long journey. Yes. So yeah, I I, I like to think it was aside from Star Clan, and not just a. Now I feel dumb. I feel like that's a real thing though. That there's places where hmm. salty and fresh water mix, right? Yeah. Anyway. Like, where rivers meet the ocean? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's a thing. That's just not what's happening here, because it's a puddle. <laughs> I don't know. Alright. So. Well, Crowpaw asks why he and Feathertail haven't gotten a sign. Feathertail suggests that maybe they'll have one later. You're so full of salt, you don't need a sign. <laughs> you wouldn't notice a difference, Crowpaw. Yeah. You just like, this is just my name or my, my, my name. Normal. She brushes a tail down Crowpaw's flank and says maybe they're spreading them out to tell them they're on the right path. 
perhaps. Crowpaw shrugs angrily and goes to curl up by himself. The rest of them settle down. Crowpaw is right. There is no prey scent, so they'll have to go to sleep hungry. Brambleclaw looks to the stars above and hopes that they're guiding them. And he wishes he could speak to them. He wants to ask them if they're doing the right thing. He wants to know what trouble they've foreseen. But the stars glitter brightly and give no answers. That's another reason why they should have sent a medicine cat. Yeah. But, and even if it was, like, a a apprentice medicine cat. Still. Maybe Star Clan was like, we gotta give her a chance. She's She's got a lady to impress. Yes. Do you want to hit me with a cat fact, Brenna? Sure. All right, folks. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about. All right. Well, I'm going to give my little spiel uh, because we are talking still about a cat race. And a lot of these races were created by people in the past. We might be like inherently xenophobic, uh, racist, etc., etc. And I did my best research and best of my ability, but I'm definitely going to miss out on some, like, details, probably, um, you know, uh, unless you're a person of color who wants to contact us and be like, hey, this is my opinion on how fictional races are adapted and shown in media. You can just, like, keep your opinions. Like, feel, feel free to, like, send me some fun facts, but, like, don't correct me. Just, I have, I'll have all my sources linked, so if you want to check them out for yourself, please do. Because today, we're going to be talking about Thundercats! Oh! Oh! Um, and specifically, um, so the thing with Thundercats is there are, there's a lot of, there's actually a little bit of media surrounding it, because there's the original series that was um, uh, created in the 1980s, I believe. Sorry, one second. Um if it's sounds the, right the exact now, yeah so the original show ran from 1980 the real re, original show was from 1980s and it ran from 1985 to 1989 and it was conceived by ted wolf and he wanted to make an animated show uh based on humanoid cats um and he got in connection with uh uh stan weston uh who was then the president of leisure concepts inc and the they proposed it to rankin and bass uh and so they made it and they, it was partially animated in Japan and in uh, the U.S., which is why it has that specific style that you see in some early 1980s stuff, where it is kind of has an anime-influenced 1980s anime. Um, and uh, also it came with, you know, a toy tie-in, like many 1980s uh, stuff. It, yes. It was heavily, so there are books and there's comics, so... Uh, we're talking about a broad, a broad sphere of knowledge, but I'm just kind of focusing on the Thundercats race. Um, and there also was a 2011 revamp, which sadly only lasted for one season. Um, it was... Oh, no. Yeah. It, it, and what was interesting is it, it did um, take a lot of the stuff and kind of go down, not like... A, it, it was a sort of a grittier reboot, but it also did some interesting stuff with um, sort of the story. Um Mm-hmm. And uh, just a little teaser, next week we will be talking about She-Ra, so don't worry. Ah! Uh, we'll be talking about all sorts of things. Um, Very excited. And But this week we are going to talk about Thundercats just because they're, they're straight up. They're, they're, if I have to talk about 1980s that, uh, like franchise that got recently revamped, uh, that's cat-focused with a cat race, Thundercats does have to come first, <laughs> I think. Yes, um, yes, yes. No, that is, that is valid. So 
in Thundercats, um, they are from, uh, they are Thundarians, um, and they come from the planet Thundaria, and Thundaria originally was a unpopulated planet. Like, no one lived there, and the Thundarians Mm -hmm. came there, um, and they are cat-like humans, um, but what's interesting is even in the original, in the original series and in the Rebound one, they don't really get in specifics about sort of biology of the race. Like, most of the cats, like, you look at the main characters, there's Lion-O, obviously inspired by a lion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's Chitara, obviously inspired by a cheetah. Oh. Going a little forward, but there's, like, the stone giants, which are giant stone cats. But they're all from Thundera. Ah. And they don't really specify if all of them are, like, they say they're all Thundarians because they're from Thundaria. You know, that's the, like, yeah. we're all earthlings, you know. You might be black, yeah. I might be white, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, you know, we have different, like, human races, but they're, I think it's kind of similar to, we're all humans, but the way we appear makes us look like we're different races, yeah. even though it's a construct, obviously. So, and, <laughs> and also in Thundercats, um, the Thundercats specifically are a bit different than regular Thundarians because the Thundercats all kind of have uh, in the, in the original um, series and in the new series, they kind of make it sort of like they're more like they have different like life choices, but like some of them have magical abilities. Like Chitara can see into the future. So is that something all Thundarians can do? Or is that something only Thundercats can do? Because if you go into it, um, Thundercats, they don't also specify this, and maybe it's somewhere and I just couldn't find it. I couldn't really find it anywhere outlined in a wiki easily, but they get more into it in the new series. They kind of reinvent this, but basically, um, Lionel is like a long line of he is the the lord of the Thundercats, and he Mm -hmm. um, basically in the new series, they get more into it, but he is has the power of the sword and Da, 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 and he, that like that that's they all have like there's different people who hold the lo- the title of the Lord of the Thundercats and they can uh, hold this or mm-hmm. with the Eye of the Thundercat, um, or Eye of Thundaria. There's a lot of lore that I took in, but it's not too important. Um, so I'm I think Thundercats. I have all this Thundercat knowledge now. <laughs> I didn't have time to watch all, all like 180 episodes, but I do have approximate <laughs> knowledge of a lot of it. But basically, oh, I'm gonna make some time. Yeah, it's it's it looks pretty fun. Um, and I think the new season, the new episode, like series, it's it's pretty much canceled. So you can just watch that one season, kind of take it and run with it. But uh, I believe from for I am assuming, Thundarians are just the regular cat people. There's some dysmorphia, like some of them can be stone giant stone cats, some of them can be like panther cats or lion cats. There's different. It, there's not really like separation. They're all just kind of Thundarians. The Thundercats are yeah. ones with special abilities who have a certain role for the Thunder, the Lord of the Thundercat. Um, like yeah. Chitara, she's a cleric in like the new. They specify in the new series that she's like a cleric of uh, their religion. Which mm. in the old one, they're just like she can see into the future. Is that cool? And they're like, yeah, bye. We're not gonna explain. She it. runs Goodbye. faster than time. And I think the new series was trying to like give more of a, uh, like. They they basically were taking all the cool things from the old series because the old series is just like look at all these cool things they can do. You don't need to know why. And the new series, I think, was going to be like, here's why they can do these cool mm-hmm. things. And That makes sense. Uh, also, uh, so original Thundaria was destroyed 
um, because the power of the like the Thundera eye and the sword was too powerful and it destroyed the world. They all the Thundarians, so uh, quite a few did survive. They had time to evacuate, and they are now living um, on New Thundaria. So that's why you get to meet a bunch of different Thundarians. Mm. For a while, they did end. The Thundercats like ended up in Third Earth, which is where they are like first. But they're trying to get back and get their uh, like back to their new planet that they've established. Um, mm-hmm. So they're uh, I one thing I did want to talk about that I thought was cool was the Code of Thundera. Um, I found this in the new wiki, so I don't know if this was only in the 2011 show, but uh, here's what it takes to be a Thundercat: truth. You have to speak the truth at all times. Loyalty, to be loyal to friends and allies. Honor, to honor and respect superiors. Justice, to strive and help others. And fairness in all acts that are committed. So, anyone can be a- Basically a warrior code. I think anyone can be a Thundercat is what they're saying. Like, okay, yeah. I want to be a Thundercat. So if you follow those, you are following the Code of Thunder and following the Code of um, the Thundercats. So, yeah, so Thundercats are like a race of cat people. They do come from this planet, but they didn't originate at that planet. So they don't, I don't know where they originally came from. They, who's to say? They, they seem to, they planet hop all the time. And in, if you're a Thundarian, you can be anything from a cat that's like kind of based on a house cat to a literal giant stone cat, <laughs> a stone giant. Um, Huzzah! So it, if you are a cat person, great. You are probably a Thundarian. Um, yeah, so that's just a brief overview of Thundercats. Um, I would say, uh, if you want, like, if you want lore that's actually explained, you probably want to watch the new series. If you just want to kind of have fun and see cats, people with crazy abilities, watch the old series. Um, and I think the old series is good for a cheesy old time. Also, it also has sci-fi elements, like the fact that Lionel. I didn't realize this when I, like, because I only watched it sparingly when I was on Boomerang, but apparently Lionel mm-hmm. is technically a child, because, okay, so they, when they were traveling through space, they were all in stasis, Yeah. but his, like, stasis oh. pod wasn't working properly, so his body aged, but his brain didn't. And so all the- so That's really weird. It's, but it's, they don't make it inappropriate- because oh yeah yeah basically throughout the show is him learning to grow up because he's kind of brash and dumb Aww. in the beginning and learns to be a more mature person and like an actual lord of the thundercats mm-hmm. i just i didn't ever realize that i think if i maybe actually paid attention i would know that um because they do show you him as like a child when they're first like escaping and then but then, like the the the, the, the lion oh i know he's like this big buff guy Apparently, at least the for the Lionel, I know. the first couple years, he is a big buff guy, but he's also twelve. <laughs> it's a little bit of a Shazam situation, <laughs> but he can't go back. I would be twelve and buff, yeah, um, and have like the entire race of my like world, like on my shoulders. Anyway, uh, yeah. So that is Thundarians, um, which are probably the most mysterious race because they didn't develop on one planet because they literally went to a planet, lived there for a while, that planet blew up, 
then they went and settled on a new I, I like that they make a point that they're like we settled on uninhabited planets that had air they're like we're not colonizers no. here the thunderians do not colonize they just find nice places no. to live and uh take over if it there are giant spiders on thunderia so they do they they cope with that I, they don't seem to really like kill them they're kind of like sharks where they're like we're gonna avoid the giant spiders so. Uh, yeah, like shark, like sharks. Well, you know, it's like shark infested waters. They yeah. live there. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was a little. I, I think you could call cats from Thunder Clan Thundercats. Yeah. So that was a very kind of scattershot overview of Thundercats and Thundercat lore. I didn't really spoil anything. Um, Thank you. I loved it. Yeah, and I know I probably missed something important. I this was the first time I had to like. When I was looking into, like, their biology, I had to go on, like, forums. And even the people on the forums were like, well, it doesn't ever seem like... They're like, even in the new series, they don't really specify why, like, all these cats have all these different traits. They're just, like, they're obviously all inspired they just by... Are. They're, they're obviously inspired by different feline races that aren't seen on Earth, but we, they don't get into that. <laughs> When it comes to sci-fi reasons for a cat species to be a cat species, um, it's basically a um, a range between Thundercats and Red Dwarf of how this species developed. <laughs> Very specific incident with reasons that is kind of backed up with fakeish but realish enough science and Red Dwarf. Yeah. And then Thundercats, which is just, we, we don't know. They're just cool. Look at these cool cats. Yeah, they're cool cats. They, some of them can run really fast and see into the future. Wow. Why? We you don't need to know. There's magic and science. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing, Brenna. Mm -hmm. That was a delight. Brambleclaw wakes to Squirrelpaw poking at his side. She tells him that Feathertail and Crowpaw are gone. Where did they? They what? They're probably hunting, or they're making dirt somewhere. I doubt they left. Honey Pup is up. And Stormfur is coming out of his makeshift den. Oh, wait. Okay. But there isn't any sign of Feathertail or Crowpaw. Man, of all the people to hook up, I did not think it'd be those two. I was thinking it's more likely. <laughs> like, I thought, like, honestly, if I had to pick two from, like, I was thinking of all the the couples that could randomly start, like, Squirrelpaw and Stormfur would be the most random. But that's, this is also random. Is his name really Stormfur? Stormfur. Well, Storm this yeah. movie's so confusing. We've had too many storms recently. Yeah, and Stonefur doesn't help. Same stitch, different cat. Yeah, I'm. His mentor, almost the same name. Aaron's, please. I'm trying really hard to remember those two's names, but it's gonna be hard for me. I'm very sorry. That's okay. It's only gonna get worse as we add more and more characters. Oh, okay. For a moment. Brambleclaw wonders if they went home, but realized he was being stupid. Yeah. Because Feathertail wouldn't leave like that. And Crowfur, or sorry, Crowpaw, of all, like, of all the cats, is gonna stay out of spite. Yeah. Well, they must have gone somewhere together. Yeah, they're probably hunting, honestly. Brambleclaw is trying to come up with a plan when he catches sight of two figures coming through the field. See? 
their mouths are full of fresh kills, yep. and their eyes gleamed with satisfaction. Yeah, like, they definitely should have communicated. I, it's not, it's kind of a jerk move. Um, but, but everybody was asleep. Yeah, and, like, what were they going to do, wake them up? They should have. They, they should have. Yeah. They really should have. But also, like, of all the things that they could have done, that makes so much more sense that they were hunting. They thought they would go hunt while everyone else was sleeping. They need to go back and fetch the rest, though. But the other cats offered to go do that while um, Crowpaw and Feathertail eat, because that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they're not even mad. We're not going to talk about the lack no, of communication. Cool. I feel like this is going to come back and haunt us a little bit. <laughs> Guys, we need to communicate a little bit better. If one of us goes missing, it will be awkward. Yeah. Three days later, they had journeyed across farmland, avoiding two leg nests and finding nothing more threatening than sheep. Yes. What are those? Brambleclaw asks. They're sheep. No. Oh. They're crouched in a ditch, looking at two of the biggest animals Brambleclaw had ever seen. Cows! Please let them be cows! They are running back and forth, tossing their heads and snorting. Oh, horses! Their movement... Make the ground shake. Ooh, horses or cows, please. Horses, Crowpaw says. Uh, what? How do you know? And how do you know, like, he the two-leg language? Well, he says they run across their territory sometimes with two legs on their back. It's so weird. Brambleclaw. Wait, do we know enough of two-leg like, two language that we know that they're called horses? Like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. So we're just going to call these... Wait, wait, okay. Actually, hold up. We've already had this crisis I before. I know, but those were ah oh, crap. I I uh, I forgot about the bird discussion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just if 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 cars are monsters, like when it comes to scale, I think anything bigger than a dog has to have like a more mythical status to them <laughs> it's weird that they know what horses are because i i guess when i've i've seen people ride horses and very rarely are they going horses when they're on them i suppose dogs don't really i don't know i think people that ride horses talk about horses all the time yeah they they do but like they're not usually like i'm on a horse you've never seen me on a horse I've been on a horse, and the whole time I was like, I'm on a horse, God. Okay, so maybe it's possible. Okay, I, I guess, I guess. Oh gosh, I'm on a horse. I guess it, would, it wouldn't make sense. It's, it's still weird and inconsistent, but okay. So, okay, they run across the uh, Wind Clan territory with two legs on their backs, and Brambleclaw has never heard of anything so ridiculous. I guess even two legs want four legs sometimes, he joked man nobody laughed man can you imagine if he ever knew what a furry was <laughs> though i suppose furries are usually bipedal that's not fair wolf girls if you ever met a wolf girl he wouldn't know what to do well i mean if he saw a two-leg dressed up as a cat i think that would be very confusing yeah or seeing a two-leg like people who can run on all fours he'd be like this is ruining my life i don't know what to do <laughs> well, Squirrelpaw asks if they can get going. It's wet in this ditch. I guess. 
Brambleclaw says he doesn't fancy getting crushed. Stormfur says he doesn't think they're dangerous. They've seen them at the farm at the edge of Rivercrane mm. territory. No, don't trust it. They never pay much attention to cats. If they tread on us, Feathertail says, it's not because they mean to. But that doesn't really comfort Brambleclaw. <laughs> because a blow from those feet look like they could break a cat's spine. Yeah. Tawny and Pelt says they can run across while they were at the other end. And Brambleclaw thinks, this is a good plan. Sure. And he tells them that they should stay together this time. Yeah, they should. They leap across the field and make it into the shelter of the bushes on the other side. And they all are together. Brambleclaw says he thinks they're finally getting the hang of this. It's about time, Crowpaw sniffed. In the next field are more very, very big animals. Okay, cows. Please let them be cows. Brambleclaw knew that these were cows. How, how do you know that, Brambleclaw? He'd seen them before near Ravenpaw's barn as an apprentice oh, when he went to high school. that makes sense. Yeah. The cows pay them no mind as they cross the field. It's almost sun high, and Brambleclaw's anxious for the sun to start setting to make sure that they're going in the right direction. He is also very anxious, thinking about how they would have nothing to guide them if the clouds covered the sky. Are we going west? Are we following the sky? Yeah, we're going to where the sun sets. Yeah, did they? Oh, west. right. Sorry, I forgot that detail. The next field is so large that they cannot see the other end. It's full of cut hay that was hard and spiky when they walked on it. Hmm. In the distance, they hear the roar of a monster. Squirrelpaw <gasps> leaps onto a low like hanging a, tree branch. I like to think it's like a, a, a harvester. Well, she says the monster is in the field. Mm -hmm. This far from any thunder path? Yeah. It's a it's probably a, tractor. a, a hay baler. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Brambleclaw says it can't be and leaps up next to her. Sure enough, there is a huge monster roaring across the field. Welcome. Satisfied, Squirrelpaw asks sarcastically. I guess. Brambleclaw apologizes and jumps down to tell the others that she was right. <laughs> You're gonna be get used to that, dude. <laughs> Stormfur says they should move quickly before it sees them. Mm. No. Feathertail says it's he... supposed to stay on the thunder. It'd be actually best if it could see you, because then the guy won't actually harvest you guys to death. They don't know that. Yeah. They don't know about farm. Oh, safety. the worst thing on the farm is when the baler accidentally would catch snakes. Oof. Oh, snakes smell so bad when they're dead. I've I remember my cousin's farm. They once got a skunk, and it was just like they. <laughs> Ooh. They said like Yikes. that bale. They were just like they put it in the farthest corner. <laughs> They're like we're not, yeah. They they, they think it out. was already dead because it it was yeah. in the middle of the day and they were like, why are you in this field? Well, Feathertail says they're supposed to stay on the thunder path. This isn't fair. <laughs> that it, it is not fair. Spike. It is not fair that for some reason it they is not fair. They are breaking the rules. I it yes. we can be upset about uh. But the thing the is, the rules of our universe are broken. Yeah, they were they were tenuous, mm -hmm. tenuous to begin with. Honestly, Crowpod dabs at the spiky cut stalks of hay and says they won't be able to walk over this. They need to go around. 
he glares at the others, as if daring them to challenge him. Brambleclaw decides that Crowpot does have good ideas. <laughs> he just wished he'd be less aggressive in sharing them. You know, you can't... <laughs> Why are you so mean? So you could just chill out a little bit sometimes. It's like, never, I don't know. I don't know anything about chilling. I don't ever do anything halfway. Crowpot leads them to the hedge where there was a strip of grass between it and the field. Ponypelt says to look and twitches her ears towards a mouse nibbling on some seeds. Scorepot pounces and catches it. She offers it to Tawny Pelt, since she saw it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna- Ha! Here you go, Tawny Pelt! This is for here, you, Tawny You're just- You have really good eyes, so well, and they're pretty, also. Tawny Pelt says she can catch her own prey. Thanks. Oh. Brambleclaw looks and sees that more mice are scuffling about the stems. They stop to hunt, letting Squirrelpaw keep watch on the monster. And Brambleclaw feels more hopeful and stronger from the food and the setting sun. They leave the spiky field with the monster behind. Tawny Pelt is in the lead. There is no hedge, just a two-leg fence made of thin, shiny material. The holes in the fence were far too small to climb through, but there was a gap at the Guys! bottom that they could Ooh! squeeze through. Ooh, be careful! Please, God, don't want that be an electric fence. No, no, no. I suppose if- Gap's too it, small. It wouldn't make- Electric fences are thin strips. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I was just, like, thinking, like- Yeah. But this is probably more like a chicken wire fence. Yeah, that's what I'm- I'm pretty sure it's like a chicken Ooh, wire. Oh, sorry. I just got so scared all of a sudden. I was like, they will die. <gasps> no. No, it's- Electric fences aren't that bad. Yeah, but for a cat? Like, it's... Oh, when I was four, we used to touch the one in my friend's backyard. That explains so much. Oh my god, Maureen. <laughs> there was a horse behind there. Okay. I, I was like, also, it doesn't really make sense to have that on the side, like, with just the, like, the hay. We only usually do it for, like, yeah. with an animal. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Continuing on. So Brambleclaw scrambles under, feeling the fence scrape against his back as he did. Stormfur is beside him, doing the same. Brambleclaw makes it through and hears a wail from farther down. I'm stuck! It's Squirrelpaw. Brambleclaw sighs and goes to if her. If you are gonna come on the trip, you gotta not do this. Like, you gotta just, like, I know you, you gotta be a little more independent. Like, I know that's that's Crow weird for me to say to you, because, like, that's all you are, but suck it up. You're, you're, you're not impressing anyone. Crowpaw and Feathertail are already by her, and Tawny Pelt joins them. What are you all staring at? Get me out! No, this is actually kind of hilarious. Says. She's stuck halfway through the fence. The ends of it are tangled in her fur. When she wiggled, the sharp fence dug into her skin, and she squeaked with pain. Aww. Brambleclaw tells her to keep still while they figure out what they can do. Brambleclaw looks to the fence post. Maybe if they dug it up, it would come loose. But it looked pretty solid. I was like, wow, we're gonna- that's kind of extreme. I don't think we're gonna be able to do that, but okay. Stormfur says they could bite through it. He tugs at the fence with his teeth and says, no, <laughs> it's too tough. The problem-solving, like, differences is hilarious. Crowpaw says he could have told him that. Okay. 
It'd be quicker to bite through her fur. You Yeah, you could have said it, but you didn't say it. Squirrelpaw snaps at him to leave her fur alone. Crowpaw bares his teeth and says if they can't get her out, she'll have to stay here. Stormfur says no, she won't. He'll stay with her if no one else will. Stormfur, stop. Crowpaw says... I don't, like, stop. You keep doing this, and I'm actually kind of uncomfortable with it. <laughs> I don't like you. Like, I, I'm, the fact that Brambleclaw, Brambleclaw is different because Stormfur he's... is younger than Brambleclaw by barely anything, but. I still don't like it. I don't know why <laughs> I don't like it. Like, I, well, I think it doesn't. You know, this was Firestar and Greystar's dream, is that two of their children would get together. Okay, yeah. They want to be in-laws together. Yeah, okay. I just, I don't know. It just, it weirds me out slightly, man. Not not the not the <laughs> age difference, but just... I just, I don't know. I guess he likes her spunk. I can't blame him. I, I don't blame him. <laughs> I know you won't. That's my wife. <laughs> well, Crowpaw says fine. They can stay, and the four of them that were actually chosen will go on without them. Harsh, but hey. Stormfur's neck fur bristled, and he looked ready to pounce. Okay, boys. Brambleclaw notices three sheep had wandered over to stare. <laughs> oh god, the sheep are like, what's, why? Why are you guys doing this, Zarter? In the distance, there's a dog barking. Oh god. They had to move fast. Brambleclaw puts himself between Stormfur and Crowpaw, and he says, no one is going to be left behind. There must be a way to get Squirrelpaw out. Yeah, nobody's left behind. Brambleclaw turns to Squirrelpaw to see Tawny Pelt and Feathertail crouched beside her. Feathertail is chewing up some dock leaves. Honestly, she says as she spit them out, do you Toms ever do anything but argue? <laughs> the girls are here. Girls getting it Are like done. solving the issue, and the other boys are like. Both simping and not helping. <laughs> Tawny Pelt says it's what they do best. And then Tawny Pelt directs Feathertail to spread the dock pulp on Squirrelpaw's fur. It will make it slippery. The what? She tells oh. Squirrelpaw to breathe in. She's been eating too many mice. Okay. A little harsh. Feathertail works the dock into her fur, and Tawny Pelt tells Squirrelpaw to try getting through again. Squirrelpaw scrambles at the ground. It's not working, she gasps. Stop panicking. Feathertail tells her, it is. Keep going. And hurry, Brambleclaw adds, as the dog's barking is getting closer, and the sheep had already scattered. <laughs> Squirrelpaw gives one last enormous heave and shot through into the field. A few strands of ginger fur were left behind, but she was free. She turns and thanks Tawny Pelt and Feathertail. It had been a brilliant idea. Brambleclaw silently agrees and wished that he had been the one to think of it. No, say it out loud. Oh, come on, dude. Say it out loud. Don't be sexist. But now they can move on, following the path of the setting sun. The next morning, the sky was thick with clouds. Oops. This learned. is what you've been afraid of. That's okay. That's another basic skill I think they should have down pat. North, south, east, west. I suppose that's hard even for like. Well, how do you know north, south, east, west? You look at the sun. 
I also have a compass. You're right. <laughs> His companions are still sleeping as he climbs out the hollow to look around. There's trees and two leg nests in the distance, and he hopes their path doesn't lead them back along two legs. That would suck. Feathertail is calling his name and races towards him. She's had her saltwater sign. Oh. Really? She dreamed that she was walking along a stretch of stony ground with water washing over it. She bent to drink and the water was salty. Yay! She woke up tasting it. Okay, hooray! Brambleclaw's anxiety- Brambleclaw isn't an idiot. No, and his anxiety fades a little. Good. It must be on the right path. Having having Feathertail on your side is always a good move. Yes, she's the best. Feathertail notes that only Crowpaw hasn't had his sign yet. Brambleclaw suggests that maybe they shouldn't tell him. No. Feathertail looks shocked as she says they can't do yeah, that. Yeah, that's not the right solution. He'd find out sooner or later and think they've deceived him. Yeah, he's way too she'll sensitive. She'll tell him and she'll try to catch him in a good mood. Brambleclaw snorts and says she'll be waiting a while then. <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty salty. <laughs> Feathertail tells him that Crowpaw isn't so bad. It's hard. It was hard for him to leave the forest just as he was about to become a warrior. Yeah. And she thinks he's lonely. Yeah, he doesn't have a buddy. Well, yeah, because she has Stormfur, and Brambleclaw has Tawnypelt and Squirrelpaw. Yeah, you got two and, like, friends. They, they all knew each other before this. Yeah. Yeah, they all knew each other, because... They had all trained together as an as apprentices at one point. That's true. And all of them have ThunderClan blood in them, except for Crowpaw. Yeah, that that would that makes sense that he kind of has a yeah that he has a um what's the word of uh, gonna give him a complex that's the word. Well, Brambleclaw hadn't thought of this, and it's worth thinking about, but he doesn't think it'll make it any easier to get along with Crowpaw. <laughs> Brambleclaw says they're all loyal world warriors. Crowpaw is no different. Feathertail points it out that it still won't make it easier for him to know that he's the only one not to have had a fish. Brambleclaw touches Feathertail's muzzle with his own, and he says that she can tell Crowpaw when she decides it's best. Yeah. They should wake the others and get going if they can work out which way to go. Feathertail tells him that way and waves her tail towards the trees. That's where the sun went down last night. Because at least somebody was paying attention to that, I guess. That's kind of what I was Rebel thinking. Hawk? Like, I was like, they should right? like note of it when they do see the sun. And, like, have what I was basic, uh, like, math-making skills. Be like, okay, so that big green tree, like, that big <laughs> green tree with, like, the yellow bark, that's, that's where the sun's setting. Yeah. Well, Brambleclaw wonders to himself where they'd go after, though. Would Starkland send them a sign if they couldn't see the sun? Yeah, I hope so, because we actually don't really know why we're doing this, though. No, we do not know why. Man, this is actually... Midnight will tell them something. But I suppose the same thing happened with Firestar. He didn't really know why. He just knew... He kind of had an idea that something happened. He yeah. kind of got it. It was never really clear, though. Yeah, but he thankfully there was a cat. I hope there's a random cat where we're going who's going to tell us. Yeah, we need a wise cat to tell us. A wise old cat to tell us what to do. Is that going to be? Maybe if you ask StarClan nice enough, StarClan will send you a nice old cat. They're like, we already gave you so much. That's, it's not enough. It's never enough, guys. 
Are you kidding me? We're dealing with mainly ThunderClan kin. Are you kidding me? They haven't even noticed that the- Firestar raised this kid. They haven't even noticed that they're missing yet. (laughs) Yes, they did. Yeah, they kind of did, but they didn't realize that they were gone gone. They just kind of thought they were pouting out in some field. They didn't realize that they're left left. I'm sure they'll realize it soon, but we'll have to wait till next episode to uh, talk about that. Oh. We'll, uh, we'll get back with our girl next episode, see what's going on in uh, ThunderClan territory. Yeah, folks, and if you want to keep in contact with us in the meantime, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, we're WCWITCast, or on Instagram, also WCWITCast. And uh, another way to contact us, if you want to contact us directly, is our email, which is WCWITCast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to help out the podcast, best way to do that is if you leave a rating, review, whatever podcast platform, subscribe to it, um, and share it with a friend. If you're like, hey, this one's fun. They talk about, uh, they kind of talk about Thundercats vaguely. <laughs> Brenna, do better job. I do my best. Um, every episode's about Thunderclan. Yeah. So it's always Thundercats. It's always about Thundercats. This time we're talking about the ones from the 1980s and 2011. So... Yeah, thank you guys so much. I wish everybody could see what Brenna does with her hands Shut when up. she uh, rattles off this stuff. Make fun of me. I'm like, it's the best. My hands. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Thank you.